The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number 302. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD for 20 bucks off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app today for tickets for concerts, shows, events, whatever you want to do at SeatGeek.com today. Dave, you're looking all spry outside in Lethbridge, Alberta, in the backyard, Hawaiian shirt on, full head of hair, glasses going, how's it going, my friend? <laughs> oh, it's going good. It's... <laughs> Let me tell you, it's been a busy 72, um, right up to right now, uh, you know, head down, ass up kid with baseball. We, uh, had my mother-in-law's birthday celebration. It was a nice night we had, and then I had to get the kid for ball pitchers and then I had to come back and then my Bluetooth wouldn't work. As you would say, pets heads are falling off, but you know, uh, I'm glad to make the time and sit outside on a glorious evening in Upper Alberta. No, it was a nice night. I had a uh, game earlier on this evening, 5.30 over at Spitz. It was a nice night. Too bad I had to listen to kids bitch about God knows what, but no, it was, no, it's not that bad. It was fun. It's always nice being on the ball field. Uh, Dave, you were down in the great state of Montana. How are things down there? What's the pulse like down in Montana right now? Um, you know, I, I would not be the guy to ask. I didn't. This is my first ever uh, road trip for baseball for, for my son. I did plenty of soccer tournaments in my day, baseball is a total different animal. You just, as a parent, you grab your uh, your chair, park your ass, and hunker down. So they had three games on Saturday. They had they lost in a and the, they made it to the championship side and lost a nail biter, complete game, one nothing. They lost. It was a it was a good game. Um, the team with the better jerseys won. Go to my Twitter. Yeah. But uh, it was it was uh, it was a good weekend, and uh, now we're back home. But I had I had no idea how many teams there are. There was twenty teams in this tournament for ja- Justin Jasper, and they had twelve fields going. They had like like seven year olds all the way up to sixteen year olds playing on this complex. No, so it was uh, uh, it was a. Uh, gong show everywhere we we won't get it we maybe we'll spend a, a lot of time time on that we threatened to do that for a long time about uh travel sports and travel baseball and the money we make because you think about that at two about a thousand bucks a team and blah 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 we'll get into that in another day uh dave over the weekend the last two remaining teams were uh knocked out of the national hockey league Cup playoffs the uh toronto maple leafs were knocked out on friday night in overtime the Edmonton Oilers, your your Edmonton Oilers, got, we were pronounced your, uh, I wouldn't say your love affair for them anymore, but your affection for them is, has grown a little bit. They were knocked out last night in a uh, lackluster effort, to say the least, to the Vegas Golden Knights on a 5-2 loss. Uh, to me, I think 100% both teams, it's a complete waste of a season, a complete waste of talent, and more so for the leagues, I think, 
It's a waste of a five or six year plan they've had with that organization. Where do you go from here with, with the teams that build for something and you have a time frame where you want to get something done, your owner commits some money, your owner says, okay, go for it, get this guy, get that guy, and you don't get the the not even close to the goal. What do you do at this point? First of all, don't put words in my mouth. You wanted me to get back together. And I said, we're not back together. I'm just kind of creeping on Facebook. So let's put that <laughs> right to bed immediately. Creeping on Facebook. Let's, so we'll start uh, with the Leafs. Leafs are in trouble. This was, this, they were building towards this year. All their eggs are in the basket. They're going to have to make some tough choices. They can't keep everybody in, nor should they. Um, I, even though every game was close and or overtime, the Leafs just didn't show any heart at all. Well, it was only five friggin' games, so how much heart can you show? Like when when the rubber hit More. the road, yeah. When the rubber hit the road, they they buckled. They were so soft. They didn't answer the bell. Find your idiotism, whatever we call it. Um, they but they weren't. They simply didn't show up. They weren't good enough. And I think. I don't know what the problem is. The, well, the problem is the guys in the room. That's the problem. The other half of that problem is all these guys are making $10 million a year and no one's going to resign and, and take a pay cut, even though who's who's a free Austin Matthews, I think. is Matthews, they want to renegotiate. He has one year left, but they want to renegotiate and get it, get the, the extension signed now. And, and he was on thing, I want to stay here. Then, then you, stay then here. Take a hair, then take a haircut. And that and that's the thing that fucking makes me crazy about this. I'm swearing this is early into this. Obviously, I get a little revved up when it comes to the, the Leafs and the way he played in, in these playoffs. Um, and as an owner, I would say, you know what, dude, you're great in a regular season, and we're putting up good numbers. You weren't as good this year as you were last year. And you put up record numbers last year, sixty whatever goals it was. But as an owner, or as a GM, or as Shanahan, because even Dubas is a a lame duck GM right now, I'd say. Okay, if you want to stay here, and if you say you want to win, because I just heard you say that to media, listen here, man. You haven't been good in the playoffs since you got here. You haven't done a thing since you got here. This team still hasn't won anything. We're paying you. Yes, we pay you for regular season, but. Raises are made in the playoffs. Here's the big but, man. Here's You're the big buck. You ain't getting a raise. If you and, and the rumors are out there for 15 million bucks. If you think for one second you are better than, than, than Nathan McKinnon, <laughs> you're sadly mistaken. And, that, and, and, you- and I and I would because McKinnon makes I think 12 six and he got that one hundred thousand dollar bonus a raise over what McDavid got, and that's an NHLPA thing, making sure that 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 people are still getting paid. It's it's, it's a union thing. Yeah. It is, and and I get it a hundred percent, but. If, and I if, agree with it, but yeah. And I agree 100%. But, but you're not the I, new I don't benchmark, think, Austin. I don't think that new. Austin Matthews should be the uh, spokesman for the NHLPA union side of things. I really don't. No, if like if I was Toronto and he said, okay, this is what we offer, and it would be a haircut. He goes, well, we were thinking more like the 14, 15. I wish you well, gentlemen. See ya. If, Bye. You know, you know what, Mr. Matthews? If you want to leave uh, this organization and sign for fifteen million someplace else, I know winning the cup isn't important to you. No, the thing is about this whole thing is if 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 Matthew, I would I would make like I would 
I would do that little prick dirty right now because he hasn't done a damn thing. Like I shouldn't say Lily's a bigger guy, but he's a prick in, in my opinion. I would do that guy dirty. I would I would make it public if if he comes out and says I want this, I want that, and and, and in, internally he ain't signing anyways. I would make it public to the people of Toronto saying I wanted this because the people of Toronto and the Leafs fans across the country would say let him go. It's to a man. Uh, there's about twenty percent of Leafs fans say that they should keep Matthews and not Marner and la 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 la. But to, uh, I would say make it public. Go ahead. If well, guy- I wouldn't even make it public. It's just I like, would. Here, no, but li- like listen to my technique. It was like here's our number. There's yours. Yeah, we're not taking that. Um, when you want to talk about this number, give us a call. Otherwise, I want your list of seven teams we, we can trade you to next week, please. Because that, just, he, cause uh, yeah. that, cause he has, but by July 1st, the July 1st, the Leafs have to make it a deal with the Matthews camp and the Marner camp because they have no movements till July 1st. Right. Or, or the, no movement kick in after, after or, or July 1st. modified no moves or Whatever something it is. like that. Yeah. So, so, and, and the thing is they have Dubas, who's a, a lame duck manager because he, his contract's also, also up. So they aren't going to let him make any deals to d- maybe dismantle the franchise and everything else. So they, they got a lot of work to do there. But I, I honestly think just, and let's, let's not just pick on Matthews here, but it's uh, to start, I think teams, we talked about last week, and to, not to this extent, but I think teams need to start pointing fingers a little bit and saying, no, man, we paid you. We gave you what you wanted. We, you wanted this guy, that guy, this, 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 this. We gave it to you. You didn't deliver. Not, not me, you. You didn't deliver to what your contract should have been. And I think teams got to start doing it. We talked about it last week a little bit. And I think this is, I think we can carry on with it, whole, the whole thing. So I, I think teams really, really have to start doing that. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, I get it. Kachuk's in the first year of his deal in Florida and uh, he, he, he elevated his game and his team's still playing. Not only has he elevated his personal game, he put the team on his back and he's motivating his team. He's being a leader on the ice, doing what's, what needs to get done to win the cup, you know, and, and, you know, I will, I'll say this for the Oilers, Dreisaitl and uh, McDavid did. They, they earned their box. They, they're not, Edmonton did not move on because of the leadership of Dreisaitl and McDavid. They have other issues. Between the pipes. Yeah. The, like the dry settle last night, he said it was my, he was not good the last two to three games of that series. He had a rough goal. Yeah. He was on a, a record setting pace. He had 13 goals in the first, I think 10 games of the playoffs or whatever it was. And he had, wasn't very good the last couple didn't do anything so you can't really blame it on him but it wasn't like he didn't do what they they needed to do to to move on but that team made a huge mistake and i'm the first one to say that uh i thought that jack campbell was going to be the guy when they got him from toronto or the free agency last summer i thought that's gonna be something to go over the hump and i thought that the Leafs were going to miss him and turns out campbell wasn't the guy uh, throughout the regular season but i think that the, the, the on the oilers series with the vegas golden knights i think Okay, one, Skinner was atrocious. He was absolutely atrocious. He's a young, he's, he's a rookie, but a 24-year-old rookie. He wasn't good enough. And then I think that Woodcroft, putting him in after pulling him after, th- I think, four games this series or three games this series out of six games, that's on Woodcroft to keep going back to the woodshed. 
I think that was a huge mistake, in my opinion, to, to keep going to a guy. And it, it shows how much faith they had in the other guy who you're giving five million bucks to that you, you can't. They didn't want to play either guy, but they had to. No. So what happened with the Oilers? Like, I, I agree on both points. I, I, I bumped in face to face with a crazy, a, a crazy Oilers fan, like who, like in January, he was doing cartwheels. Like he was jizzing all over the place. He was like, so excited um, with this Mayonnaise team. truck. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and I said to him today, like, uh, I go, they got outgoing and outcoached. He goes, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Because all the time I was saying it's demon and goalie, and that's going to cost them. But the demon didn't co- cost them, but they did kind of. They got out. Co- they got out goalie. We just talked about that. But then they got out coached. Like the, the more the series went on, the less effective O'Connor, uh, McDavid and Drysaddle were. That's because Vegas was playing them smarter. The, the, they were they were making adjustments to their game to neutralize those two guys. Like I knew when they when I watched part of that game five, I knew the Oilers were fucked in game six. Like after watching twenty minutes of that game, is like they haven't changed a thing. They're walking in the same traps. Vegas is just owning them, and then also the out coach out goalie. All Campbell did was when you put him in those three times, his pitch fucking shutouts. And you don't trust him with Skinner's thing. Like this Woodcroft, I get it. Big David and Drysaddle love him. But you know, now we're talking about a playoff coach and a regular season coach because he didn't adjust his game and he didn't have the balls to put Campbell in. Fuck it if you don't trust him. I could see with my not hockey mind that Skinner was fighting the puck all game, every game. Even the games they won, he was giving up fat rebounds. You know he. They, you know last night they were down four two after two and again on seventeen shots and and Skinner was atrocious. I thought like it could have had Relinsky and then had a better shot last night than Skinner. I I don't understand it. Why you, you, if you keep pulling a guy, that means you have zero confidence. Like and this is an old goalie talking from from years ago when he could get yanked, <laughs> yanked his fair share of times. Like when you get pulled, you don't. The last thing you want to do the next day is stop hockey pucks. And uh, honest to God, and 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 that. And I don't think that's changed over 30, 40 years. I, I really don't. And I, I, when a goalie gets pulled, his psyche goes down. Cause you don't lose your skill. You lose your confidence. And when, when, when the coach has no confidence, in you was taking you out, out mid game. The fan base has no confidence in you. Management has no confidence in you. And the players have no confidence in you. So they're playing tenor in front of you. So they can't go this way to get the puck that way. Cause they're holding back a little bit. And that's why they only got 17 shots against the first two periods. Last night's game. Cause they weren't the orders were, were not going North when they were always holding back South to try not to give anything up. Cause they knew they had a bad goaltender in that. Plain exactly. Yeah. Well, and which I don't, that, that tells me that's a bad coach. Switch it up. They won games in front of uh, Soupy, right? He came in in that 4-1 game against L.A., right? Yeah, came it, back and won an overtime and got the whole thing done, so why not go back to him? And you like, paid him like like there's a $5, five million. million bucks. But there's a $5 million game in there someplace. I get it. He didn't show it during the regular season. There's got to be. Ain't it. Like, yeah, this ain't it. And, you know, when I was watching that game last night, it was like it was over. Like, never mind the shitty goaltending. But in that third period, like, well, you know, you see him press, you see him like they, they spent the whole game in in uh, Vegas's end. That's not Edmonton hockey. This team, they score; they're most effective on the rush. You know, when they cycle it, like Vegas, and that's what they let them do. They let them cycle and shoot from the point all third period. But they gave you can't 
you can't wind McDavid up inside the blue line. He has to come from the opposite blue line. So, so they got out coached in the most important period of the whole fucking year. Vegas let Edmonton just take shots and tee it up, and we'll just clear the rebounds, and we're not going to give uh, McDavid or Drysaddle any room to move. We'll let them possess the puck. Who gives a shit? They're dangerous when they're on the move. Like that, Woodcroft should be embarrassed. Like he might. Like I would want to fire him. But Austin Powers I, I, looking motherfucker. Yeah. Mike Myers looking fucking whatever. Yeah. I, but I, I don't. I don't care. That ain't my team, right? That's. But I. So it was actually nice looking at it instead of pissing and moaning about the referee and pissing and moaning about uh, uh, Marsha Shore. Who's uh, the he? That slash should have got him three games on dry settle. Well. How about you Petrangelo, get a better fucking yeah. yeah? How about you get a better fucking goalie and a better fucking coach? That would have helped one. Dave, you you made a very good point about there's got to be a five million dollar win in there somewhere, and like yeah, you pay a guy to to last the entire season and to do what he does through through the regular season. But you know what? We talk about it here in the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast ad nauseum that nobody gives a shit about regular season stats. They don't. There, it's just who cares? You're there to win championships. You're there to win to win titles. You're there to get your team to a final. You're there to put more money in your owners owners pockets, and that's the only reason why you have a job. And I don't care what anybody's says the only reason why there's pro sports is because owners want a fucking a something on their on their own mantle and and that's what it is and for fans to, to enjoy when you say there's a five million dollar win in there somewhere those owners and those gms sign these players to get you that one win that might get, get you a championship yes you get the 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 the, the uh the, the the x amount of goals out of mcdavid yes you get the x amount of goals out of um Matthews and everything else and these wins and all da 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 da. But at the end of the day, owners want one thing and that's a championship. And so you, when you give these guys this much money that you want, like you said with Campbell, there's got to be a five million dollar win in there somewhere out of six out of sixteen wins. Because to get sixteen wins in the hockey playoffs, you'll do it sixteen different ways. And you'll get you'll get a blowout, you'll get a uh, overtime win, you get a double overtime win, you'll get a game that you probably shouldn't have won. On and on it goes, and for the, and it's one of the smarter things you've ever said in the history of this of this stupid show that we do to get that to get that five million dollar win. That's why you get those contracts. It's, it has nothing to do with your regular season pro us or anything else it's for that one win that you might get us and that's how these teams get constructed and, and, and that's my opinion well it, it's, let's equate that like we have so many times the goalie the most uh the the most comparable position is a quarterback or, or a starting pitcher in uh, in major leagues right so that five million dollar win and on the flip side there's that rookie that comes out because the big boy got hurt and then now that this kid is making a heroic start right how many rookies have pitched in the World Series like their fifth start ever and then, like, you know, pitched into the sixth inning down by two, but it's a heroic effort. Well, like fucking Andy Pettit's career, right? They paid him to just keep him in the game. That's what you want out of a goalie. You don't need him to steal a game, but you need you need him to keep you in the game. We're not asking for miracles here, Soupy. Um just don't let in bad goals. And Skinner let in three bad goals last night. And you then know, the Oilers yeah. win like 3-2. 
like we talk about this, like the, these owners pay pay for pay for championships, championships, and, and players and everything else. Like I, I look back to the last time the Yankees won a World Series in two thousand nine. Yeah, they had CC and yeah, they they got to share and everything else that they went on. They spent a lot of money, but there was a start. I think it was Game Five where AJ Burnett was lights out and he was like he got paid a lot of money, obviously. But that one start paid for the three years he was he was a Yankee, the fifty seven million bucks, whatever they gave him. And it's too much the, money because but he made a, it too much a clutch start. But he made that start that won them a World Series and, and, and got that win that you need. And the Oilers and the, the Leafs aren't getting those clutch performances from the money that they're they're doling out. They're not. See well well I, I like I I don't blame uh dry settle or or the effort of of McDavid. I really don't. Um, I blame that on coaching because, you know, that's, that's the job of a coach as well is to give your stars the room. They Vegas was just smarter. They make the Woodcroft had to figure something else out. Like even cycle it more like in your own zone, draw them back because there was just too much traffic. And, and that's, that's exactly what happened. The last two games, Vegas was more than happy to let McDavid and Drysaddle set up in the offensive zone. That's unless it's the power play, that's not where they're dangerous. Just funnel them and and take away everything because you know what else I saw? Uh Yamamoto couldn't score if you threw his whole fucking body into the net. Um, the D-man, what the fuck? Last night, uh, it was the four-on-three, which is a poor penalty. I understand, Oiler fan, you're allowed to be pissed at that to go uh, four-on-three. But they had DeHarnay out there as one of the three. And like, as soon as I, like, I saw DeHarnay, uh, oh, fuck, they're going to score for sure. And they scored for sure. DeHarnay, I have, like, I, I don't understand how that guy is in the NHL, let alone on a four on three in the playoffs, bad coaching, bad coaching. When you get to those games that, that you get this part of the, the, the season now and guys uh, like when the, the Oilers are done last night and at least we're done on, on Friday and you get the post games and everybody says this guy was hurt and he's, he was ailing from this, ailing from that. Why not say it early? I don't get like if a guy's got a fucking left wrist contusion to say in, on Thursday afternoon, he's got a, a left wrist contusion that the other team knows it's not a mystery. It's not a mystery that, that fucking because their scouts are watching way more than me and you are. Why not let it out there so the fans aren't just beating these guys up? If Matthews is hurt, say he's hurt. If if well, Kane is hurt, say he's hurt. He's playing on a on a bum fucking left fucking hind tit or whatever. Like just just say it. Like you're well, you're not. Well, the fans don't deserve it. They don't deserve that information. Fans are idiots. Right, every message. But, it's, but, but, but it, would, it, would, it would get people off their fucking backs a little bit. Like, you yeah, honestly he's hurt, think man. so? Well, then bench him. Then they're just gonna yip at well, someone. There, there are the people who are that fucking stupid, right? Yeah. And that's what that's what message boards are. They're just echo chambers for people that want to yell and shake their fists at clouds. You yeah. know, they they can't all be enlightened, such as you and I. Well, I we can. I want to talk enlightened a little bit later <laughs> on in the show about something I put a YouTube short up there today. And this guy was very enlightened about uh, a comment that we made on Thursday's show about uh, football and hockey and everything else. And we'll get into that in a little bit because I I couldn't believe the the, the idiocy of this person's uh, verbal diarrhea. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's odd that these teams like it. It takes so much in, in planning ahead. You, you, the the Chicago Blackhawks might be going through it right now what their plan is or their five-year plan because they're going to go draft this Bedard kid 
first overall come July, July 14th, whenever the draft is. And the, the, the plan that has to happen with these franchises and who we need and how much money we have and how much work goes behind the whole, the whole rigmarole. It's tough, man. And, and now the, both of these teams, the Leafs have a thing. The Oilers have a thing. They spend a lot of money and nothing and literally nothing, nothing to show for it. Like nothing. It was, it was a perfect day to visit with a super Oiler fan um, because, you know, we are friends and he knows we're divorced. And then, uh, well, you know, we had a better year than last year. I go, actually, you didn't. Sure, we did. He's looking at this. I go, like, so that's what you're playing for, second seat? And then he paused. He goes, well, I, I guess you're technically you're right. I go, well, no. I am right. Like, you know, you lost one more. You, you only won one series this year. You're further away. Yeah, but it was Vegas. I go, excuses are assholes. Doesn't and matter. Was, and then, then the same thing. Like, goes, right now, you're further goes, away than you were last year. You're right. You're right. And Vegas was the better team. Like, I don't, there, there is no excuse. There's reasons, but there is zero excuse. You can't. And, and it's not like Vegas has this fucking goaltender who's next coming a fucking Patrick Warren. I, 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 no, I, I don't, I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy's fucking, name. No. And he, and I will, I'm not even going to say he played lights out, but he played better than Skinner. And that's it. That's all he had to do. Cause I think those teams are offensively fairly evenly matched defensively they're the the Vegas is better and Vegas, you know, Vegas looked to me a better team. That's it. That's all. And anyone that says different is lying to themselves. Yeah. It's crazy to have two of the best uh, to top five guys in the league or top two guys in the league really when it comes down to it and be that, and be that far away. Like really they're, they're eight, nine, they're, they're nine wins away from the Stanley cup. You might as well be a mile away from the Stanley cup. Really? I've been saying it for 12 goddamn years. There's no D, no goalie. And that's that's what happened again. Actually, the D didn't lose this series for him. That, goalie, goalie there, there, there's two players. There's two players on each team that you can you can blame the Leafs loss and the Oilers loss on. And I will I will blame and it, it, it's shitty to say uh, I will blame that entire series loss on Stuart Skinner at 24 years of age. It's true. Skinner lost that series. He should not have been in there, but he was in there. Stuart Lo- Skinner loses that series for the Leafs or for, for the Oilers. And Austin Matthew loses that series for the Leafs. Yeah. And, yeah and like I, you, two guys. Yeah. Two, so like that got paid a lot way. differently. Two guys ended the season for two franchises. The Oilers and Vegas flip goaltending performance, different result. Yep. You switch out Matthews for Chucky, getting paid the same amount, different result. Yeah. No, Matthews. There was you a, go. Ma- Matthews was awful, and you hear a lot of a lot of and the what the, the thing on like on, on like we, we went to BPs on uh, Friday night to watch the, the Leafs game a little bit, and it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. A lot of people are having a good time watching the game, and it went to overtime, and everybody was into it and everything else. But there was a, a call late in the second period that should have been a that goal. No goal. It, yeah. it, it should have been a goal. It, it should have like it doesn't, but it doesn't much I matter. Agree. It should have been a goal, but. Um, the best way to not let one call ruin your season is don't go down three, nothing. Yeah. And, or, or finish know? it in 60 minutes. Right? If that, if that exact same call would have happened to Tampa and they would have lost and they were, they, they were down three, two Tampa would have went, Oh, well, 
we we have another shot at it. Like yeah. don't when you start pointing at at the official, I can't. Dave, like over the years, maybe like this would be a good topic of conversation right now. Over the years, uh, I remember two calls, both in baseball. Maybe you, you can probably have a different ones as as I do. But the, the Don Deckinger call, he was the umpire, Kansas City Royals, St. Louis Cardinals in '85. And then the uh, where Wong King and Duhar blew a fucking yeah. gasket, yeah, yeah, the Kansas City Royals. Remember that one? And then in in uh, 1996 World Series, a Jeffrey Mayer home run, Derek Jeter hit over the over the uh, didn't even over the fence. It. Yeah, Jeffrey Mayer reached over, Richie Garcia pointed up uh, and said, "Hey, that, that's a home run," and th- it wasn't. That's the only because I'm, I'm more of a baseball guy than anything else. But that's the only two calls where I can say those actually cause the outcome of a game. The rest of them just kind of happen. And you go, yeah, you deal with it and happen and everything else. If you don't want a, 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 an official ruin your game, then don't let an official get, get involved in the game, right? Like I, like for, for, for Leaf fan to be, be bellowing out on, on Friday night, yeah, it was, it was a horrible call. Horrible. How, how the technology came out after the intermission, oh, well, here it is. It was odd. But if you don't want a ref to fuck your game over, don't let a ref fuck your game over. Yeah. Well, you know, and like I said, too, I think that uh, when Edmonton and Vegas were four on four yesterday in the second period and they called, I think they called dry saddle on a boarding. That was iffy at best. And to give a team, to give a team four on three, you're for 40 seconds at this, you're giving them a goal. Four on three, you're giving them a goal. That's harder than to defend in five on three. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, five on, well, whatever. Like, it's just so much goddamn room. Three guys can't do shit out there. No, You're it's scoring tough. a goal. The yeah. way they move the puck nowadays, the speed. And then you put, yeah. And then you and, put, and you have a bad goaltender in that and everything else. Goes, and Deharnay. Like, you know, you, well, like, why not just pull the goalie? Like, it, it's just things I don't understand. So, like, when you compound bad. You like Deharnay, hey? Holy Christ! I'm surprised he didn't uh, uh, put it over the into the webbing to go five on three. Uh, sorry, four on three for three minutes as opposed to just forty five. Yeah, he's uh, he's but... fucking terrible. It's funny how you just find a guy and he's fucking terrible. That Yamamoto skates fast, good effort, but you know what? I thought four forwards should score. You know, like and maybe blue paint is is too too close. Maybe he has to be further away. Uh, and maybe, and maybe, maybe in his stick as opposed to on the tape. I don't know. Like, but I'm not in the NHL, so how am I supposed to know who's supposed to score? You know, the thing is, Dave. Like, you, you look ah. at these. Like, we're fuck. Like, I don't know who the fuck I am, who the fuck you are, and who we think we are. But you, you, you look at these play or these regular season rosters and guys, guys like Yamamoto and guys like Marner. When the game gets a little bit tougher in the playoffs. When the elbows come up a little bit more, and guys could get a little bit greased, like Petrangelo with with the with with Vegas, where the sticks come up a little bit and everything else, these little fellas they have a tougher time. Like Pat, Patrick Kane's an off liar in this over the years, last 10, 12 years. But when the when the when the shit hits the road, or they're saying is these little fellas have a little bit of a tougher time, in my in my opinion. No, it's- I, I think you might be right. Like the like reg- and once again, regular season means fuck all. Nothing. It means nothing to me. It's something that's on a Tuesday night. Something that's on a Wednesday yeah. night. Something that's on when we record this podcast. 
Like it's get, nothing to me. Get your lady bang out of here. It's in the fucking way. Yeah. Right? You know, like I don't, I don't care. Like this is now for a trophy that we all care about, and you're gonna talk about it forever. So like, act like it means something. Yeah, roster construction seems to be missing a lot in National Hockey League. You look at teams that are surviving. Yeah, they have their, their 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 young guys who can go a little bit, but there are also some guys that can rough it up a little bit. And they got some big D men who can rough it up a little bit, and uh, you know, and that's just what it is. Like Kyler, Kyler Yamamoto, uh, I, I obviously he's a good hockey player, but to have to have him on as he's on the ice a lot last night i don't think he he looked overmatched the entire game he could have had two goals he should have had two goals like that one time he tried not to score so i like i don't know maybe he's just he's not it's it's not that he's small no he's he's little yeah but he's not clutch i don't care if you're five foot fuck all 110 pounds just when when you're here for a reason and the reason is when when someone delivers you a pass in front of the goalie you put it in the net that's it and if i'm asking something that you can't do maybe we should find someone else who's at least going to hit somebody if it was only that easy as we make it the sound of the 1420 sports bar podcast and, and sports bars around the world to be honest with you anyways this segment is brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. do it right now go buy some baseball tickets while you're listening why not Right, because like, if you're on the phone, you don't have. Don't to Don't click away pause. and everything well, you else. Don't, you don't have to pause. You just have. You just go. Go to Safari. Go to Google. Go to whatever your your browser of choice. Open a is. new tab on your phone. There you go. Uh, uh, I know how to do that. If us two old guys can figure it out, so can you. Please do. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by uh, Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420SCAPED at Manscaped.com today and save yourself 20% and get yourself free shipping and all their uh, men's grooming needs and get your bikini body ready, guys, for uh, beach season coming up right around the corner. May long weekend's right around the corner. The forecast here, Dave, is supposed to be 28, 29, 30 degrees, which in the United States is 148, I think is what it is. But uh, I guarantee you, Dave, there will be snow at some point here in Southern Alberta between Thursday afternoon and Monday afternoon. It happens every year. I'll take that bet. There's no chance. But, but. Every year. I think it's 50-50 between now and uh, June 1st. But it's it's ridiculous. I don't ever remember it being this hot before May long weekend. Yeah, it still chills down. Like I like I, like as we we talked about, I'm we're, I'm recording outside. It's ten o'clock local time, and when that sun goes down, there's it feels like early spring still, which it is. 
So I had to go get on a jacket, but these these mid-afternoon temperatures are a little bit stifling for this time of year. It it makes me worry a bit for what we're in for. Oh, I know what we're in for. We're in for fucking snow in the fucking CCBC (laughs) championships next weekend. The World world Galactic Galactic Baseball is stellar ever. Basketball, <laughs> belly ball, whatever it is, I don't know. I, there's, there's going to be discussion about how they're going to rename that uh, that tournament somehow because it's, it is a bit uh, lofty what they're calling it. But anyways, you can't call a five team tournament the World Series. Uh, there's eight teams. Nine, nine Sorry, teams. I apologize. I don't know. I don't even know. But it's not I don't. Word. I don't even care about it to make make some calls because I think it's really quite comical. Well, the name's funny. The tournament's good. The name is funny. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, Dave, last night, Tim Anderson for the Chicago White Sox, he was saw on first base, lip reading. John Boy Media put it out there, and you can read it plain as day. He's on first base. Chicago White Sox have been terrible for a long time. They're terrible again this year. They're having a rough season. Anderson, they get bad crowds. Anderson, you can see it reading his lips. He says, I hate this place. I hate it. And then they, the camera panned away, and it's 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 sad to say, but then you have fans who t- can go out and say that players, I hate this player, I don't like this guy, I don't like that guy. Is it time for us to actually go out there and let players actually say what they feel, like to to say, you know what, this sucks. We suck. This sucks. Fuck this. Fuck that. This is awful. It, what What do you think about that? Because because fans are allowed to give their hot takes on Twitter and everywhere else. Is it time for players to come out and say, you know what, this absolutely sucks? Uh, I don't mind it. The the, the players, you're, you're, he's he's going to make every penny of that contract in baseball. If he wants to say it sucks, sucks. But now you reap the the rewards. This is what we call free speech, right? You're allowed to say whatever you want at any time, at any place. But there are repercussions for free speech. Like, this is free speech. If you think that your life sucks, why don't you tell the people that are paying you and the people that are paying to so I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that like he's saying that his life sucks. He says this sucks. Playing, but that's what sucks. I'm. Yeah, I get it. But like, but now he's telling the people paying him and the people paying to watch him play. He's telling them that he thinks this place sucks. So why don't? Well, let's see how the people who are paying you think about your attitude, there, sir. Because, like, you know, what is so bad? Did you make I'm, – I'm assuming he made an error. I'm assuming no, he, he was on first base and the and the fans started booing. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't watch. I didn't get the down deeps inside of it. The fans were booing or something. He was on first base. Maybe, maybe he didn't hit, hit the ball. I hit a home run. So you only got a single instead. But he was at first base. You shake his head and go, he said, this place sucks. That's all it was. It has to be history. You can't just – he must have had a bad game. Or he's had a bad series, or maybe he just made a, his eighth throwing error in the last six games, and now they're booing. Like, I get it. You're allowed to boo if you suck, right? You know, why aren't they booing Mitch Marner? Why aren't they booing Stuart Skinner? Why aren't they booing DeHarnay? Because they didn't do their jobs. They deserve a. I, I'm, Stuart Skinner doesn't deserve a booing because he's not making enough money to get booed. He got a contract earlier this season, though. 
I, like, is he making a million dollars a year? I'd this year, no. Next year's getting two point six. Whoopee! Right? No. It's a raise, but whoopee. You know, I, 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 I get it, and he doesn't say this place sucks. You know. Are you? Are I, you- I, I, I'm saying it. I'll, I'll say this: any player who is playing uh, to the expectation of his contract or better. None of those players have ever said this place sucks. Oh, Tim Anderson plays to his contract. There's no getting around. He's a, he's a hell of a player. Could what, what is is are we ever going to get to a point because owners and GMs and 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 owners or no so owners and players and players and GMs have always never gotten along. Are we ever going to get to a point where superstars and Anderson's a if he was anywhere else but Chicago White Sox, he'd be a superstar in the league. Are we ever going to get to a point where uh, a player is going to start calling out their team and their franchise saying, fuck, we're going the wrong. I don't know what we're doing here. I'm sorry I signed this fucking contract because they're not going to buy him out. They're not going to pay him out because they still still need to sell T-shirts. Are you ever going to get to a point where these owners or these players go, Jesus, fuck, I can, I, I don't know what we're doing here. Uh, like I'm here, I'll give him my all day, day in, day out. Like if Mike Trout ever one day goes, because Otani's going to leave this year, if Mike Trout ever one day goes, yeah, fuck, did I make a mistake signing here? Well, are you ever going to see that? Andrew Luck did it to the to the Colts. I get it; it was health related, but and he took a beating from the fans, but he said, "I'm out of here." Um, Matt Kachuk did it to the Calgary Flames. No, don't, whatever. I'm not going to resign here again. Chris Pronger did it to the Oilers. But that was, that was during the off season, right? Okay. So like that's during the off season. I, I, like, is Pat, there Roy, Pat, Pat Roy did it to Montreal. Well, he was butthurt. He got, he got, he got, uh, he stayed in for nine, nine goals against. No, no he, one likes that, right? He uh, said, this place sucks and trade me right fucking now. Trade me right now. He went to uh, Mario Tremblay in the right behind the bench in 1996, I think it was. Like, I yeah, will never the, play I'll never play here game. again. And he didn't. He didn't. So I guess that's. I, 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 I don't mind right. that move, actually. I don't. Yeah. No. Like, you know, if you're that good. My heart's not here anymore. I'm out. So you think Anderson should just go and okay, I'm done. I'm done. Like, trade me right fucking now. Don't like pay you, me. You you wonder what their contracts are. You wonder if they're guaranteed or whatever he's got, and say, you know what, this isn't fun. Because like, no matter how much money you make, like we've all had we like you and I have oil field jobs or in the past, la da da, whatever. Like no matter what, like if it's not fun, no matter what money you're making it's not you don't want to go to work and at the end of the day these guys jobs right and he'd be like yeah i could be making 15 million bucks this year but i've also made 15 million bucks the last four years i'll be fine i'll I'll make it work i'll get signed somewhere else whatever's going to happen they'll get bought out it'll all work out if you if you're a great player like it's surprising more great players don't just go fuck you know what I'm better than this, and this sucks. This absolutely sucks. And there isn't like baseball is probably one of those only only sports, maybe hockey a little bit that can do it because basketball, right? They play a lot more games, everything else. A lot like, of James Harden, right? He's he, he just he, keeps playing and everything else. Yeah, is he the biggest waste of skin in sports history? 
I saw it. Uh, people are coming down on Ben Simmons and saying he's not a closer for Philly. You know, you know. So how apropos that that uh, uh, hardens on that team because he basically fucking showed Ben Simmons how to lose in in clutch games because that's all that, that that's all that Harden's done his entire fucking career. Paul George, um, uh, Harden. Uh, and now Ben Simmons, right? Call him anything you want. Just don't call him clutch. And same with that coach, Doc Rivers. Like, fuck, are you tired of losing game sevens, guy? I guess. I, there, there, there's, when it's, when it's the same thing every single time, maybe it is that thing. Like, how unlucky can you be? No, it's you. It is you. Yeah. Like, like we're breaking up. Like it's you. It's not me. It's you. The, the Costanza uh, episode. It's not you. It's me. No, it's, it's me. It's, it's completely me. I, I completely that, did this. Yeah. That's, it, that's my line. Yeah, yeah exactly. I and did this. So, we, we lose but, every time because of me. But now you had the trifecta. You had, you had Harden, you had Ben Simmons and you had Doc Rivers. So amongst those three, like you might as well put Chris Paul on that fucking team too. Unbelievable how that turns out. Like you, you just wonder how these owners just get it wrong. Like, I mean, you, you, it's, I, you try it. It's hard. You know, it's what? hard. It's so hard to win. But there's things that you see and you go, well, that doesn't seem right. And like, I, like both you and I are quasi basketball guys. Well, we know enough to be dangerous and here and there and everything else. And you and you watch and you go, this okay? What what's going on here? And then it's just okay what's going on and then these teams keep going back to the same well every year and trading with the same guys every year and so trying to make it work every year and it never works it never works yeah um well actually it does work because lebron james and steph curry have been winning or at least in the nba finals for the last fucking 15 years it seems one of those two is in there. And before that, it was uh, Duncan and Kobe. And Shaq was playing his bit role. Uh, the thing about, I, I did want to mention about the NBA playoffs this year. Finally, there's uh, upsets. And and now we know why, too. It's all this load management. It, basketball franchises have finally realized it doesn't matter about the seeds anymore. It's about who's ready for the playoffs. That, and that's what hockey is. And so you're seeing upsets all over the place, which is which is kind of good and it's making for good ratings. I still it's still unwatchable, don't get me wrong. But it's kind of neat to see the best basketball being played now in the playoffs as opposed to that first round which is just cakewalks all the way, like eights just trouncing ones. Because people, I like, I, I know for a fact, when I say that, I don't have any quotable sources, but I just look and read the media. Players don't give a shit about the regular season anymore. They don't. Like the regular... the play- And now the way the Stanley Cup players are set up now, Dave, like one versus three and or, or one versus seven and two versus or no one, eight, two, seven. And then they, the other teams just play, play inside. I like owners and GMs have to realize that winning, winning games, for regular season, getting the playoffs, you're good. Getting the playoffs and you're fine. Make the playoffs and in and basketball and, and, yeah. and in hockey, get in the playoffs and be healthy. You're good. Because yeah. the rest of it don't matter. It don't matter one bit. 
You got uh, it. Like even less than one bit. Like just there's, get in and you're good. There's no such thing as an underdog anymore. And, and I remember when the NHL playoffs started, uh, you and I were saying some of these teams are so much better than other teams. I think we we have to eat a little bit of those words because, you know, that's when uh, the Rangers were kicking the teeth in on New Jersey. That's when uh, Boston was kicking the teeth in on Florida, right? And the only one that's just been a powerhouse this entire ser- uh, playoff so far has been Carolina. Everybody else has shown some weakness. <laughs> Carolina is white hot. Like, yeah. It, it says something about having a competitive. Like I, I don't like I, I. I don't know much about the the, the coaches that are left. Obviously, other, other than Brandon Marks, he played for a long time. But uh, is something to be said about having a competitive coach like Brandon Moore? That he's out there, like okay, let let's go and win. Let's go do this. He's a competitive guy. He pl- played hard. Part of the franchise for a long time, and uh, he—I I don't know if he's got aspirations to be a GM or a, like we talked about last week. All of a sudden, these guys become GMs and presidents of teams somehow. And Brandon Moore is just a coach. Like he'd probably be better off just uh, or or happier be, be uh, lifting weights and skating on the ice and then learning the the finances. He's a hockey guy, and man, that that Carolina team—they they haven't skipped a beat in the entire. Like I don't know, don't don't know much about that team, but it, it's unbelievable how they they, they kind of. Just under the radar and just rolling through right now. They'll That's, beat Florida. They'll be well, Florida. Well, like I was just well, say, no. at, at the risk of jinxing, right? That's that's my horse right now. That's who I'd like to see win. Um, in order of teams I want to see win, I would I would rather see first Carolina, and then Florida, and then Dallas, and then Vegas. Like so, of the four remaining teams, I want to see an Eastern team win. Like, what's your uh and I actually have the G right this written down here. What's your uh, gas meter? You give a shit meter about the Stanley Cup final or playoffs right now? Oh, the the f- fuel up now light is not on, but we're under an eighth of a tank. I'm about the same way, and I guess this year, whatever every year, Dave, like like we we uh, for our American listeners, we uh, up here in Southern Alberta, we we, we uh, suffer through some long, wretched winters. Sometimes they sometimes they start in October and don't uh, usually they're around May long weekend. So when it, the the weather gets a little bit nicer, and I think that the NHL is kind of blown a little bit. Yes, they they have the because uh, there there's been Stanley Cups won this day back in 1975, right? And we still got two more rounds to go. Uh, I think that th- this ha- the season's happy shortened. I think to keep people interested a little bit because the last place I want to be is in uh, in either a sports bar. Uh, I like sports bars, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be in a bar or in my house watching a game when I could be outside enjoying the sunshine. I think the NHL blows it year in, year out by having these playoffs go so long. I, I really do. They got to shorten it to like 72 games and shorten it by about two weeks because right now my give a shit meter, it's, it's not even because the Leafs are out or the Oilers are out. It's because I don't want to be watching hockey when there's other things going on because I only get X amount of months to be outside. Yeah, they can throw a back-to-back in there someplace, right? Um, especially in the first. Well, like, whenever. Like, just occasionally throw. Every series should have one back-to-back. Um, because that's what they ask them to do in the regular season. Let's do it in the playoffs. Let's make this real, and let's get it over with, for fuck's sake. Um, 
like you you say, even if I do, like it's dark outside right now. It's at uh, 20 after 10 is where we're at. It's dark outside. I still got to walk the dog because it's pleasant. And then I come inside and I watch some TV. If there's a playoff game on the West Coast, I'll watch that to the end of the third. But I'm not watching overtime. I'm going to bed. So on my best night right now, I'm watching maybe 20 minutes of hockey. Maybe 20. I, I, I follow the scores on social media and, and uh, my app in the morning. Well, here it is, Dave. On, on this day in 1990, Peter Klemer scored that overtime goal. Uh, in the Boston Gardens, in in the in the sixth period, in the third overtime, on on the Boston Bruins, and that was Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals on this day in 1990. Oh, Boston had home field, home field, yeah. home, home ice that day. Yeah. And then, so, so six yeah. six days from now, the Stanley Cup was awarded. I I like that better because you know at this time too, so like six I, days from now, it's Sunday night, playoffs are over. What a treat. Do you know what else happened? Totally switching subjects on this day this is one of the, I put it on my uh, 1420 day Twitter. This is a day that I think was uh, one of my Jay's highlights when we had the baseball show with uh, uh, Dave from level, the playing field yeah. and with Aaron, the roof, Ned O'Dour punch. hitting fucking. <laughs> yeah. That happened on this day. Whatever Yodor hitting fucking Jose Bautista that nozzle. Adjusting his glasses. Like I think that was one of the funniest. Like it was just such a perfect thing with the glasses all askew. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That made me laugh. That Roof, that Ned across. Roof Ned Odor. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420Scape to Manscaped.com and get 20% and get free shipping on all your men's grooming needs to get that speedo fucking frame all ready to go for the summertime. Uh, get that banana hammock. Get the hedges clipped, right? Because no one wants to see the bush. No. You can't have a banana hammock with too much bush. But is there too much shaving? If you're too groomed, is that weird as well? Well, who am I to say because I'm I'm old and 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 semi-trimmed? Like I have I I I think it's a little bit weird if your entire body is a putting green. You need some rough. <laughs> you need a little bit of rough. <laughs> Fairways and greens, baby. Fairways and greens, fairways and greens. <laughs> Fucking crap. Yeah. It's okay to have not have rough, okay? There but you, you do need fairways, fairways and greens. Fairways and greens. Fairways you, and greens. Yeah, and then you're like, you know. Fairways and greens at manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420 escape from fairways and greens at manscaped.com. And that way you can have someone tend the stick. There you go. That's even better. <laughs> Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast is happy to have partnered up with Barn Burner Hockey. Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all-natural, chemical-free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use 
use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca. Barnburner Hockey is so confident that you will love their all-natural products, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Barnburner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast, created for players, by players. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN and barnburnerhockey.ca for their all-natural hockey products and apparel today. Dave, uh, the Seneca Finals, or, or semifinals are set up right now. Uh, lots of teams going on. I was watching tonight uh, the, uh, the the post game exits of, of the uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs saying, "Yeah, we're out. We lost. We don't care. Whatever. It's one of those things. We gave it our best. Blah blah blah." And you looked at little Mitchy Marner there. He looks like he's in. Honestly, he looks. He doesn't look much older than Jasper does. And it's funny. It's funny to see how like yes, we're getting a lot older. But these uh, are pops. But these these kids look like they're pops, and it's funny to, to watch a guy like like Mitchie Marner, uh, you know, popping off the media and being entitled prick to the. I think he is. I could be completely wrong, but you see these guys how they look so much different than they than they did 20, 30, 40 years ago when or fifty years ago in your when in they your were case. balding, like, <laughs> when they're balding and they're in the second round of playoffs, like Butch Goring was for the Islanders and and the like. Uh, Dave, would you rather have a guy like you? You look at let's go, let's go, leastbound. Would you rather have Mitch Marner or Doug Gilmore as your first line center for your hockey club? Well, it's Doug Gilmore every day, and we know because of the. But he just looks so more man. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, like someone who's been through battles, who has the experience, and you know, like did did Toronto make a mistake? What, like who would who would Toronto rather have, Mitch Marner or Johnny Goudreau? They're making the same money. Same guy. Same guy. Like Calgary, like he couldn't do it with Calgary, and then Marner can't do it with Toronto. Like so, does what does Marner do now? Right? Does he like? Is he just like who? Okay, so as the Toronto guy, who's better, uh, Matt Sundin or Mitch Marner? Matt Sundin. Because he just had more grit and will to win, and, and like, or 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 like, and then put Gilmore. Who's who's better, Gilmore or Matt Sundin? Gilmore is in the um. Oh Jesus, I might get in trouble with this from our Toronto listeners, but I think Toronto is. I think Gilmore is in the uh, the Mount Rushmore of of, of Leafs of all time. Like in the same sentence as Daryl Sittler or better? Better than Sittler. Better than Lanny McDonald? Better than McDonald. Better than Bill Barilko? Didn't win a cup, so maybe not. <laughs> and Bill Barilko's in a, in a hip song, so I think I think Barilko gets a Barilko gets a, a free pass. With uh, with Leafs fans because he's 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 a national icon more not so much for Stanley Cup winning goal but because he's in the hip song yeah, that's a uh, Can- so Canadian for you right so that's just our generation then right because there has to be like there's 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 Toronto Maple Leafs who are dead and buried with four Stanley Cup rings 
right? Well, you were saying something, Dave, like off the air there that people were were bellyaching or not bellyaching. They were just conversing on a podcast listening to that uh, Connor McDavid's one of the top four hockey players of all time. Um, I'm going to say no. Oh, like I, like without a doubt. He And that's a, a huge no. Is he the best ever? Probably. Probably because the speed he conducts the, the game at and the way he can move, the, the way he does things that, that no one's ever done before. And I, I, don't, I don't think that's questionable. But best ever, he's not even in the top 10 right now. Okay, let's let's make a Rushmore of not all time, of uh, like the last 15 years, like, like active players or recently retired. Like, so... So Ovechkin and Crosby are on it, I would guess. Hundred percent. Those two have to be on it. And then now who? Drew Doughty? Like you gotta do you have to put a demon in a goalie? Like I don't know a goalie that I would even think about putting on. Do you? Vasilevsky? No, because like the goalies are goalies now. Like, like Vasilevsky's really he's a hauler really good. So Stamkos? Stamkos hauler really good. Doughty? Pat Kane, uh, Kane's close because the number the numbers he put up and the three cups doesn't hurt. Uh, Malkin, Malkin is just as good as the other players, or just as good. Actually, Malkin's better than all three of the guys you just mentioned with his cups in 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 uh, Pittsburgh. Malkin's under Malkin is highly underrated. Without Malkin, Crosby probably has one cup and not three. Really, if you want to go get down to brass tacks, Melkin's Melkin's action. Okay, last fifteen years, Mount Rushmore. There's two Russians and a Canadian, in my opinion. And then you could throw in maybe Kane, because I, I I think Kane. No, I shouldn't say that. I might get persecuted for that one. Kane doesn't win a couple of Taves, but Taves definitely doesn't win with definitely doesn't win one with okay with with O'Kane. Am I muted? No, you're good. You're good now. Are you you're, okay? Here we go. Um, I I 100 agree. Taves does not. Taves. Taves doesn't least... win with O'Kane. Kane Kane can win one with My, Taves. I agree. And then I would say with that Malkin Crosby thing you were talking about, I think they both needed each other. Um, they're both highly elite. And I don't, I don't agree. I think Crosby is a better player than Malkin. Um, oh, no, he absolutely, 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 absolutely. But I think that fucking, I think, I think that Malkin is in the top four right now. Malkin in the top 20 years in the last 15 years, Malkin, Crosby, Ovechkin, Kane. Okay, what about someone like Kopitar? What about someone like McKinnon? What about someone like Bergeron? Uh, and uh, oh, I always forget those Bruins guys. But the I one know. cup, right? Only one cup, but Ovechkin only has one cup. But the the nine thousand goals doesn't hurt. Yeah, that that helps us. Shit. That doesn't hurt a lot. That, like, that, right? that really does help. I <laughs> I get it. Um. But if you're making the team, right, you know, is, 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 I don't, yeah, it's, it's tough. 
and I have a bias. I've never really liked a Ovechkin. He's a one trick pony. He's, he's a better version of Brad Hall, right? You know, just set up here and like, and like, and maybe the league's in on it. Just don't fucking guard him. Okay. Just, just allow the puck to come to him and let's get that highlight reel. It's like every highlight reel of Ovechkin in the last 10 years has been just teeing up the one timer. It's like dunk highlights in the NBA. It's boring. It works. Would you rather have Ovechkin or Malkin on your team? I'd rather have Malkin. I think you just lied to the masses. Oh no, I I, I don't like Malkin. I'm sorry. I don't like. I don't like either. I'm sorry, but I don't like Ovechkin. I I don't like him. I don't like him. Huh. Malkin can do more things. Ovechkin. Oh, you're wrong. Of, oh, I don't know if Ovechkin's ever had a plus minus. On the happy side, like he scores in the last 10 years, he scored 60% of his goals on the power play. Is there a, uh, a goaltender you would put in the, uh, the, the, the Mount Rushmore last 15 years? I, 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 I don't. Um, who's well here. Let me say this. Who's better. Kerry price or Henrik Lundqvist Lundqvist. I think so too, and I think a lot of fans are going to get pissed at that. I think that Carey Price is extremely, extremely overrated. I don't think he's extremely overrated. I Ray's he's, rated. He, he, yeah, he's he's quite clutch, and he has shown he. There's a lot of people that, that go over and above what he is in their thoughts process of Carey Price, but Lundqvist is a much better goaltender. So in just Canadian goalies, now we're like opening it up. It it goes Berdur, Roy, whoever your preference is, and then Carey Price a distant third? Or is Cujo in there? Is Lawango in there? Ed Belfour's ahead of fucking Carey Price. I disagree with that. Sound like up. Uh Luongo. Belfour is better than Luongo. No, Luongo's ahead of Belfour. No cut Price, though, but but Luongo Price is behind been. Luongo. So, um, okay, yeah. So we'll take uh, Roy and and Brodeur. We're not going to talk about them. But it goes then. Brodeur, Roy. This is also in thirty years day, by the way. <laughs> no, no, I said I I, yeah. I wanted to take those two out. Brodeur. Roy, Luongo, Belfour, Price. See, I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll put Price at three, and I'll put Belfour at five. And on a fucking on a on a, Jesus, this goes back into nineteen ninety. This okay. Well, let's go thirty. If you years say now. Curtis Joseph, I'm gonna no, kick you in the nuts. I'm saying, I'm saying, you go back to 1990. Bill Ranford, he sneaks into number three. But his his window was career. Too yeah, yeah, yeah isn't like, as yeah. good. But I Bill 100%. Ranford, ni- 1990, when he was winning cups with the Oilers and that 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 uh, Canada Cup, Bill Ranford sneaks into number three in there. He was the best in the world. Yeah, but like I I do agree with I do agree with you that he was he was super elite, but his his it wasn't for long enough. Wasn't long enough. No. Whereas Roy and like all the other goalies we're talking about, like they had ten years. I think 
Branford had four, maybe five. Yeah. And two super elite years. Oh, Ranford oh Billy, where the way he would flip that puck on it was Oh, son. man, I love Billy Ramford. He was something else. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's funny how you look back on, like, how the recency bias. And and, and, and we talk about on the show a lot, Dave, about how goaltenders just aren't good anymore. They're just guys who stop pucks. Yeah, like, it's just it's just now, like, uh, the the bubble hockey, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the old yeah. tabletop hockey, but, like, now Back and forth, hockey. pucks hit him, and that's it. And then, like, and now it's just, like, your goalie there is just position. As long as he's there, yeah. let the puck hit him. No, it's, it's too bad. Oh. Because, yeah, so, rob him. It just hit him. So, so the Mount Rushmore of goaltenders since, uh, like, in the last 30 years, like, this kind of got a little sideways here. So you go... This Order. is Canadian. Canadian. Oh, just Canadian goes because Hassock's yeah. better than all those guys. Hassock's better than all of them. Yeah. He we had a weird style, about, eh? I had no idea how he did it, but he Fuck kept it. the puck out of the net. So we go Canadian goaltender last 30 years. Mount Rushmore is Roy and Berdour. Roy Berdour, one, two. Luongo. And I, I'm going Belfort. Oh, God damn. I don't know if I can put Luongo's face on there. I really don't know. Um, Luongo's better than fucking Carey Price. No, I disagree. I Like I said, I put Carey Price at three. And you know what? Even even I might even think about putting... Um, Any team that makes it a, a goalie the captain, he must be a good goaltender. <laughs> I'm being funny, obviously. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like, Or made a big mistake. Oh, I, I would even, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I might even take Marc-Andre Fleury before uh, Balfour. I don't think Fleury's going to the Hall of Fame. Balfour's in. Yeah, I, I I, don't, there's something about Balfour. He, I get it. He got his Stanley Cup, but um, that was with a, Vesna trophies, Calder trophies, the whole bit. Belfort's got it. Belfort's yeah. got a whole trophy room that he never looks at once. Yeah, he's probably pawned half that shit off too. Well, right. And maybe that's why I don't like him, but I don't I can't I can't And he offered a cop a billion dollars to get out of jail too. So I, I like Eddie Belfort a lot. Which which leads to his anti Hall of Fame resume. Like so um so the two so like the two that we're talking about I'll put on price and I think I'll put on oh god damn I might put on the flower I'll put on Marc Andre Fleury I he's just as accomplished aside from an Olympic gold medal but that's not his fault right or it's maybe not- he did well like well, like Luongo got one Luongo doesn't have a cup Fleury has three rings Canada does not win that gold medal without Luongo. They won in spite of him at the end of that game. But yeah, they, but they they they, 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 had, they don't win that game without him. They had Berdur on the bench. Like was Berdur an aging and, and like without a doubt, a aging Berdur because he got the nod in the first games, and then he got uh, like happened like in two thousand two with with Curtis Joseph and Berdur. Right. Well, that that yes. all turned out right. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, like, it is tough. And that's can't remember what I did fucking yesterday fun. or had for lunch yesterday. Remember we fucking played goal in those fucking blah blah. It's fucking weird. And he played one, yeah, when they Sweden winning and blah. Yeah. Why won't Sweden blah, win blah. to me fucking yeah. Swedes? Well, that's right. Dave, fun show tonight. What do you got going on the rest of the week? Actually, what are you doing it's, for the weekend? Fucking baseball. It's only Monday, but yeah. It's only Monday. It's it's a long weekend here in Canada. We're quite looking forward to it. We're going camping. Um, we're going camping. So where are you going camping? <laughs> Park Lake, Alberta. Oh, it's a big one. It is a big one. You know, which is which is nice, and I understand it's only a twenty minute drive, <laughs> but it's nice to work out the equipment, blow the cobwebs off, see what that needs to get done because we do have camping trips scheduled for July and August, and uh, you got to be ready because. You know, when you're out there in the woods, our American friends, like up here. It's, oh, it's, you got to look out for the woods. You got to be hard. They're in a tree in sight. <laughs> Most of the places we go, Captain. That's not true. That's not true at all. Fuck, like, they're, they're rare and fucking. You got to drive rarely more than seen the often, They're yeah. rarely seen often talked about. Croco Stimpy shows up, and I don't know what. Oh, the fucking, fuck. there's bears everywhere, and don't let Brent. Brent, Brent, if there's not a Motel 6 and a fucking paved road, Brent ain't going. That's very true. That's He'll come to visit, true. but he ain't sleeping. That's very true. No, I, I enjoy my uh, my <laughs> my comfies and waking up and walking down, turning on the television, watching sports. But anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself year you round. You're sick on the ice. What else, David? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Have a good night, folks, and we will talk to you on Thursday night. Good night, everybody. Let me put aside my ego Wait, I don't think that I can And then you tell me Someday it's alright with me I'm always the last one to notice You're always the first one to walk away You're always acting impulsive I'm always obsessed with what I meant to say And when I try to make sense of it all Get lost in the moment And let the moment slip away